last week, um, Zhao Lijian, one of China's leading wolf warriors, he tweeted out a picture of Kabul airport. And on one hand, there was a Chinese plane delivering aid. On the other hand, was a US plane running over Afghan citizens. What does this tell us about China's engagement with Afghanistan? What's China's end game in its engagement with the new Taliban regime? Well, I think, uh, you know, it's great to chat to you on this uh, medium, Ed. Um, but I think the, the tweet was a really interesting one um, in that it kind of articulated a narrative which China is really pushing, which is kind of distinguishing its role uh, in Afghanistan to that which the United States played previously, in which the United States is also playing in Ukraine. Uh, the Chinese ambassador recently uh, was making some very similar comments comparing what China is doing in Afghanistan, bringing aid to what the United States is bringing to Ukraine, which is more weapons and sort of drawing a distinction in that way. But I think the bigger picture that's quite interesting about that is the fact that we're seeing Afghanistan now become a real point of geopolitical conflict uh, between uh, China and uh, the United States, um, which you know may seem a pretty banal observation, but actually is a real turn of events. Um, because previously, the United States and China, when you had a republic government in Kabul, they actually cooperated in Afghanistan and were both sort of working together towards uh, similar goals. Um, and what's interesting is how we've really seen this total switch around. And it's, it's quite sad in a way, because it was always interesting to see that you did have this one place, Afghanistan, which needed all this help as a kind of beacon of cooperation between the two, now increasingly being switched into a place of kind of competition, at least how it's seen from China's eyes. And this comes as part of a wider surge of Chinese activity in the region, um, in Afghanistan in particular, which, you know, at the same time as being increased on what it was before, is actually in many ways kind of an extension of what it was doing when you had the Republic government in power. Um, China's doing a lot more, but it looks like it's doing a lot more in large part because the United States and others aren't there anymore. So it's really about how you've had this change and how this is getting brought into the kind of bigger geopolitical struggle that China is facing at the moment with uh, the United States. But I mean, I'm curious, Ed, because I know you, you know you do a lot of work on, on Central Asia, Tajikistan in particular, where we've seen a huge amount of uh, turmoil of late. I mean, how do you see this kind of confrontation echoing in Central Asia? I think for China, its engagement with Central Asia has been driven in recent years in part by what's happening in Afghanistan. The worst case scenario for China was that Afghanistan would turn into a base for Uyghur militants in particular, who could use Tajikistan's territory and its border with China to launch attacks um, within China itself. And so what we've seen over the past few years as a, as a result of this and as a result of rising Sinophobia in the Central Asian region is China increasingly securitizing its presence there, building um, its first military facility in the region back in 2016, you know, launching that same year its own bilateral um, series of exercises with various partners, and really moving away from working primarily through the Shanghai Cooperation Organization, this organization of states that includes Central Asian republics and Russia, towards doing more, more engagement bilaterally or multilaterally without Russia. And so we've really seen, you know, the region move from Russia being the primary security partner um, a decade or so ago towards China um, playing a much more prominent role, for example, moving from about 1% of the arms going to Central Asia coming from China to 15% um, over the past decade. So you know, as a result of, of the situation in Afghanistan, we've seen China really ramping up its security presence in the region in general, and that could be a model for what it's going to do in other parts of the world. Um, but 
you've also worked on these different issues within the Central Asian context. How do you see this increased Chinese presence affecting relations with the China's northern neighbor, Russia? You know, traditionally, we'd always talked about you know, this, this point of, of collaboration around you know, maintaining regime stability being the priority for both countries pushing the United States out of the region. Now, in some ways, they've achieved that. You know, to what extent will we carry on seeing Russia, China, cooperating in Central Asia, or do you see any points at which they may start to have friction? Well, I mean, my thoughts increasingly that, you know, I see the two of them all working in parallel and seemingly happy to work in parallel. Um, and I think as long as their interests don't directly collide, I think that's where they'll, they'll sort of keep it going. Um, what's fascinating to me is the fact that, you know, you have got uh, Afghan, you've got Chinese and Russian forces on that border between Tajikistan and Afghanistan. And from what I understand, I don't think they've ever really interacted much with each other, cooperated with each other. Um, in fact, I'd understood Moscow was quite irritated by the fact that, you know, the Chinese weren't uh, uh, trying to do some more to help or engage them there. So I think there's an interesting operation that's happening in parallel. And I think for me, it's always really been for both of them more important to maintain a stable, larger geopolitical relationship. And I think that's where their priority always lie. And I don't think they'll ever let a clash or a problem in Central Asia escalate to the point where it could disrupt that. So I think what you'll always see is the two of them maintaining uh, a sort of line that means that they don't totally piss the other off to be simplistic about it. 